Providing for your family is a top priority. But what happens when you need affordable health care? Christian Healthcare Ministries could save you up to 40% today. As a member, you can choose your provider without network restrictions. Sign up at your convenience with our anytime enrollment. Join a Christian community that supports each other's medical expenses, offering peace of mind as you prioritize what's most important. Enroll now at yourchm.org. I'm Greg Gutfeld. I'm Tammy Bruce. I'm Steve Ducey, and this is the Fox News Rundown. Monday, July 17th, 2023. I'm John Saucier. I hope you're enjoying the fact that right now you're listening to a real human being. This podcast was produced also by real humans, not artificial intelligence. AI is threatening the future of many human-developed media, and the battle is playing out right now in the streets of New York and Los Angeles. Both writers and actors' unions are on strike, and besides just a new contract... They want to make sure they aren't someday replaced by what AI might be able to do. Even if it's not going to produce an entirely you know, perfect, professional, polished script from start to finish, it could start with an idea. And then you bring in a human writer to polish it. This is a Fox News Rundown Evening Edition. Screen Actors Guild President Fran Drescher may have said it best. We are speaking on behalf of workers all across the nation and around the world. The eyes of workers are upon us. What is decided in this strike and this negotiation is going to impact everybody. And if we don't take control of this situation from these greedy megalomaniacs, we are all going to be in threat of losing our livelihoods. Hollywood is on strike right now as the threat of studios turning to artificial intelligence instead of human labor looms and of course this has the potential to affect millions of workers in other industries around the nation there's two guilds that are striking so let's talk about the writers guild first they are really concerned that ai a chat bot like a chat gpt could completely replace them we're speaking about it today with kelly o'grady fox business network correspondent based in la but we have her here in studio in new york today that you know chat gpt could write a tv script about the simpsons or something you give it an idea or it could write a movie script or even if it's not going to produce an entirely you know perfect professional polished script from start to finish it could start with an idea and then you bring in a human writer to polish it and to you know really clean it up and one of the big things is that when you create an original script, you get paid a lot more than when you clean up a script and you edit it. So that's one of the big concerns from the writers. On the actor side, it's more about actually recreating an actor's voice. We know with deepfakes, artificial intelligence has been able to do that to a crazy, scary ability. So let's say you or I are an animation actor. We go into the studio one day, we say a bunch of things in a bunch of different voices, and we get paid for one day of work, and then we never work again because the studio is able to recreate, have us say anything. Then on top of that, AI is getting so sophisticated that you can actually scan a person's body and let's say a background actor, for example, have them do one day of work and then just use them in perpetuity in all sorts of different scenes. And then even more than that, there's the concern that, well, you might use, if I'm an actor, my voice, my image, and have me say something or do something that I didn't consent to, uh, maybe a nude scene. Maybe not, right? You know, there's all sorts of things that they're concerned about, and there are no rules in place right now. 
Okay. We know that on Capitol Hill, lawmakers are trying to figure out how to regulate AI. So they're working on those rules. But as you mentioned, nothing right now is still the Wild West when it comes to AI. And the idea of a studio or any sort of corporate conglomerate taking your name, image, likeness, or your voice, or any of those things that you just mentioned, and maybe using you once, paying you once, but then using it forever is extremely scary. Are there no labor laws that we know of which disallows that? I mean, is this actually happening? Do we know? So, yeah. And in fact, you know, you've had actors recreated that have passed away, right? right? If you saw the recent Flash, you know, they had different Supermans from all over. And, and I believe that Harrison Ford in the most recent Indiana Jones, didn't they like make him look younger or something like oh, that? Oh, the de-aging is great. I'm okay, okay with that, frankly. Like, okay, please de-age so me. allowed for that. <laughs> Got it. That's just the one area that we'll carve out. But yes, there are no labor laws right now around this. Like you said, they're still figuring out regulation. And so the actors and the writers are saying, okay, if we don't put these protections in place right now, we are going to be out of jobs in the next five to 10 years. And what's happening right now is so important for every other industry because everyone's looking at this right now. Right. And it's not just this, actors. It's not exactly. just, you know, this is the example. But I think it's a pretty big example because these people are in the spotlight. We know who Fran Drescher is. I knew her as the nanny on the sitcom back in the day. And all of a sudden she shows up as the president of the Screen Actors Guild, which I had no clue about. But I really like some of the things she's been saying. Kind of what you're talking about here is that this goes for all labor. Because there are a lot of industries that the suits are looking at and saying, well, we could have AI replace some of our workers here. And also, tech giants have been warning about this for years. Elon Musk and others have been saying, we are on the precipice of a major crisis. So let's talk about how important this particular strike is to that end. Do you think that if somehow labor is able to succeed in this, that this might set the path for other industries also to for the workers to stand up and say we're going to say no to AI. I do, and and I think you saw this actually happen with the railroad strikes and everything. All of a sudden, you started to see unions get power and say, "Hey, I want to be able to do this," and that's trickled over to other industries. I think whatever happens with AI here, if they're able, if the workers are able to get something passed, then other industries will say, "Hey," and if they're not. It's going to be the flip side, and you're going to see other industries go, well, you know, that didn't work out there. Look what happened. So I think um, Adam Schiff today said it was the the Hollywood actor's strike is the tip of the spear, and I think that's a really good way to think about this, that what happens here is going to impact a lot of other spaces. Okay, so let's talk about the strike in particular. As far as the Screen Actors Guild, that one's pretty fresh. Last week is when they made the vote to go on strike, but the writer's strike has been going on for, I think, months now. I see the picketers over here in Rockville. Center, you're in Los Angeles. I'm sure you've been covering it and seeing all the people there. Maybe you talk to some of the people in the industry also who are participating in the strike, or maybe you have a connection to it. What's the outlook for, I guess, either of these unions so far? Because if this writer strike is dragged on, now you got the actors into it as well. That tells me, as an outside observer, it may take a while for anything to get done. What are you hearing? So you're right. The writers have been striking for a number of months. So that means there's a bunch of TV shows and movies that haven't been written. But to this point, you had actors to act in the scripts and whatnot that had been created. There is the feeling amongst the writers that now the actors are involved. There's a lot more leverage because now everything is shut down. But what I'm hearing is people are willing to tough it out. They're willing to say, you know, this is so important that I will, you know, pick up a hosting job or I'll pick up a, you know, a job waiting tables, things like that in order to make this happen. Because 
they're not all Tom Cruise. They're not all Margot Robbie. Most of these people are making, you know, uh, barely making ends meet. And so this is so important. But let's play it out a month from now. Are they going to be able to hold out? Do you think that's what is going to be the strategy for the studios here? Because, you know, I've heard quotes. You don't know how accurate they are about, ah, let's see what happens when these people can't pay their mortgages or can't pay their rent anymore. And there's been a lot of backlash to those comments also. Do you think that either side is waiting for the other side to blink here? Oh, absolutely. Okay. I do think, though, on the studio side, they, they are caught between a rock and a hard place a bit because if you don't have content for your streaming service, you and I, well, we're going to cancel Disney+. Plus. We're going to cancel Peacock. And all of a sudden, you know, that profit that they were trying to protect, well, the revenue pool just got stronger. So it's really who's going to blink first and who has the leverage. Yeah, and those companies already are facing intense competition. When you think of Netflix and you know Paramount Plus and Disney and all those other streaming services, there's a ton of them. And they're all relatively priced the same. And they all provide certain content, but they're also extremely popular as well. But if you've got two or three of them, they're not producing the content you want. Because, you know, so many people get Netflix or HBO or whatever for a certain show, right? Am I not the only person that does that? Oh, no, you're not. Okay. (laughs) So I think that that's kind of a big deal when it comes to these streaming services and these studios that are making these as well. What is the outlook, do you think, for how this all might come to an end? Because, like, the workers, they're going to have to give something also. So what do you think the studios really want out of them besides lower wages and the ability to make AI out of their, you know, name, image and likeness or even voice? Yeah, you know, it is different between each studio, too, because a Netflix is a better positioned than maybe something like a Disney because they have a lot of documentaries and reality shows like the Formula One show. And those are not impacted. Those can all shoot. Also, if it's an international production, it can shoot. So it will also differ between the different situations that these different studios have. But I think what you're going to see is what's going to become important. Is it the AI piece or is it the downstream revenue from streaming? Because that's also the piece that's on the table. So I think, you know, the actors and the writers, they're going to have to decide which one is more important. And then they'll find some place, hopefully in the middle. (laughs) You know what they say, ain't nothing like the real thing. These days, it's becoming more difficult to tell what's real and what's computer-generated. Today, we're discussing the writers and actors strike with our L.A.-based reporter, Kelly O'Grady, from the Fox Business Network. Show business is used to being in the spotlight, and now unionized workers are leading the fight against someday being replaced by artificial intelligence. All real humans on this podcast today, which will continue next. How do you think social media plays into all this? Because you've got a lot of social media influencers who are actors on Instagram or TikTok, and they're getting sponsorships. They're actually getting mainstream deals, too, to be on television shows and to be interviewed. How do those people feel about this? And might AI creep into that as well, into social media? Absolutely. I think there's already an AI social media star from like a couple years ago, Lil Michaela, and and you don't even know it's an AI. It's kind of crazy. It's wild. You know, it's an interesting point that you bring up, though, because there could be opportunities now for social media stars with reality shows and whatnot to become more prominent if these studios are looking for content and they can't go to a SAG actor. They can't go to And do we really think the social media influencers are going to stand in solidarity with the actors? I don't think so. I doubt it, right? (laughs) It's tough to do that when you're not in the union, you're not paying the union dues, and you're making whatever they're making as well. And I don't know, when I think of a social media influencer, I kind of think of someone who maybe starts the whole thing a little more self-centered. I'm sure that's not everyone, but these actors are banding together. I can't imagine that the social media influencers are going to be like, oh, those poor actors, let's also go on strike for them. 
I don't know. It doesn't really seem relevant. What's the chatter about all this in Los Angeles? Because, like, the entertainment industry is huge. That's the number one thing in L.A., Southern California. And there's billions of dollars at stake here. So not only are the actors and writers going to be losing out on money, but so are the people that run the studios. So are the people who, you know, work with the studios. What's just the general chatter in the industry on uh, how nervous they are? So there's two things that are happening right now. I think there's this solidarity amongst creators that, you know, this is this is a tipping point and we all need to band together. And this is so important. That being said, there's a whole other aspect of the industry that is not covered by the Writers or Screen Actors Guild. So I'm talking about the hair and makeup artists, the set creators, lighting, all sorts of jobs, the caterers that come to set when you have a big production, the hotels that, you know, uh, become homes for these people. That's going to be billions and billions of dollars. There was a writer strike in 2007. Southern California lost $2.1 billion back then. So you can think about what that's going to mean in terms of today. So there's there's on the one hand this solidarity amongst creators, but there's on the other hand a lot of people looking at these groups of people who, by the way, even though they're not paid much, they are the highest paid amongst everyone and going, well, what about me? I, I have to make ends meet too. Yeah, absolutely. And when you think about the cost of living in Southern California and the taxes, and that goes for New York also, where a lot of you know actors and writers are too, what can politicians do here? Because Governor Gavin Newsom, is he saying anything about this? And on top of that, is President Biden saying anything on this? I mean, he ran saying he'd be the most pro-union president in history. Well, now you've got a number of union disputes here. So is there anything that maybe local or federal leaders can do? Yeah, you're not seeing a lot of politicians jumping into the fray. So Representative Schiff, he did actually go to the picket lines today, though he is, you know, running for a different office. So there's a reason to get involved. Our mayor in Los Angeles, Karen Bash, she did not take a side. So I think right now it's kind of a wait and see approach. You know, will these two sides come to the table? And then if you see this stretch further on, that's when I think you would see, you know, a Newsom or a Biden or whomever step in. To avoid a situation like I just mentioned, where the devastation to Southern California, because this industry is so integral, becomes too much. All right. A lot of factors here. But I think the big factor is trying to save the future of creative people across this country from being taken over by computers. And we'll see. There's a lot of stake in this strike. Kelly O'Grady from the Fox Business Network. Thanks for being here. Thanks for being with us on the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition podcast. And we're glad you're a real human and not a computer. Okay, we're going to try to keep it that way. (laughs) Yeah. Thanks so much for having me. You've been listening to the Fox News Rundown. And now, stay up to date by subscribing to this podcast at foxnewspodcasts.com. Listen ad-free on Fox News Podcasts Plus on Apple Podcasts. And Prime members can listen to the show ad-free on Amazon Music. And for up-to-the-minute news, go to foxnews.com.